See, this is the real secret of life. To be completely engaged with what you're doing in the here and now. And instead of calling it work, realize this is play. Welcome to the Restore to Explore podcast, hosted by your soulmates from the Foot Collective Australia. I'm Jim Dooner. And I'm Mac Lyon. We're on a mission to empower humans to restore their natural health and function from the ground up so they can explore movement and life with freedom and confidence. This week's story from the soul comes from Shanoa McDonald. Shanoa is proof that it's never too late to put your feet first, no matter how crippling your pain may be. Just walking used to leave Shanoa in agony, but with the right tools and a play-based approach to her rehab, she has made huge strides towards foot freedom in a pretty short time. I was truly inspired when Shanoa first shared her story with us, and I hope you will be too. This week's episode is brought to you by the TFC Soulmate, your ultimate all-in-one restoration and exploration tool. Made from cork, TFC Soulmates are an eco-friendly, lightweight and durable mobility, balance and foot training tool. This nifty piece of kit can be used as a massage roller for releasing tight muscles, a mini foot roller for the best darn foot rub you can imagine, a balance beam for endless play, and even a slant board for incline and decline training. It also includes two toe resistance bands to help get those stiff tootsies stretching. Every TFC Soulmate comes with an in-depth online training system designed by TFC health professionals with more than 50 exercises and a fully structured program to ensure you get the most out of it. The Soulmate Training System 2.0 has just launched with a heap of new ways for you to move and play. Your Soulmate really is the perfect companion to mobilize your toes, feet and ankles, strengthen your lower body, improve balance, posture and alignment, and prevent and rehab common foot and ankle conditions like plantar fasciitis, bunions, ankle sprains, Achilles tendonitis, and so much more. Every order also helps Reforest Australia by planting one tree. To celebrate the relaunch of our podcast, we are now offering free shipping Australia-wide for all Soulmate kits. To learn more, head to tfc-shopaus.com. You'll find the link in our show notes. Well, Shanoa, thank you very much for joining us for this chat. Uh, when we first came up with this concept of sort of having a chat to customers, you were sort of one of the first people that I wanted to talk to um, because, well, I guess we might just go back to the, the review that you left on our page a little while <laughs> ago. Can you, do you recall sort of what you wrote and um, what you sort of communicated to us? It was, it was quite long-winded but I'm very glad that it was long-winded yeah I'm not very good at doing things in a couple of words it's not my forte I'm always afraid I'm gonna miss out details so yeah sorry about that but um no I just uh I have been having problems with my feet for a while um feet hips ankles all the things um and I was at a point where um I was just in pain all the time um this has been going on for quite some time like years and because of being in so much pain um, and like it's hard to do anything, like walking hurts, <laughs> walking walking any length of time hurts. Um, and so I was pretty desperate and um, I thought I saw the ad for the soulmate. Um, I'd done a little bit of research um, already and 
um, about barefoot shoes and things and the whole concept of instead of like um, having something supporting your feet is your feet actually being capable of doing all the things it needs to do. Um, I thought that's really cool, but I don't know how to do that. Like, where do you even start? And so when I saw the the soulmate, and that it also came with like the exercise, like the um, routine and stuff, so that you know anyone, even me, could figure it out. Um, I was like, okay, well, I'm pretty desperate. It may not work, but I'm, you know, what have I got to lose? Um, yeah, and I and I tried it out, and I wasn't even. I was just trying out the exercise. I didn't even actually go through, you know, like a certain amount of repetitions or anything. I just went through and tried these out and then I went straight to work, like pretty much straight afterwards, and I managed the whole shift without any pain in my feet. And I was like, whoa, that's amazing. (laughs) How does that work? Yeah, so I I was sold. (laughs) It's, um, It's one of those things, you know, James and I were on tour when we got, your your review and it came through as an email and um it was like something that really really touched us and moved us because it's very rare that we get to hear in that sort of depth what people are going through and sort of what the situation is i mean it's it's pretty hard for us you know young sort of males who haven't had high heels that we've been wearing you know and and really really pointy stiff shoes that uh, have caused all of these issues. And so for us to have, you know, we sympathize, but it's really hard for us to empathize sometimes with just what the people that we're trying to help are going through. And uh, I think I ended up sending you an email and we had a chat on the phone and you talked me through everything. And I like, it was just really eye opening for us to sort of hear your perspective. And what we realized is I think, you know, I, we are trying to help a lot of people because we sort of see the mission as being able to help all of these people who are going through foot pain and everyone that wears shoes pretty much. That's sort of who we believe we can help. But I think after talking to yourself and, and other people who will, will feature throughout this, uh, the stories of the soulmate or stories of the soul journey is, um, you know, people like yourself are really the ones who need our help the most. Uh, and, I, I don't know if you can sort of paint a picture for people of, you know, what that day-to-day was like and and even sort of how you got to that stage because I think that's that's something that I guess can creep up on you, that, that foot pain. Well, I um, I'd actually, I mean, I, I never really had problems when I was, when I was younger at, at, at all. I had problems with my knees. I had problems with my hips or whatever, or ankles. I had lots of problems with my ankles and that's actually where the cracks of it all started really. Um, I was... Uh, uh, walking one day, um, fell down a gutter and um, thought I had just sprained my ankle and had actually broken, like, torn bone, uh, um, the, torn the ligaments, torn mm. right, the, the bone, so I'd actually broken bone as well. Um, so a week later I was still in quite a lot of pain, quite bruised and quite puffy and went to the doctor and they said, actually, no, you've really damaged yourself here. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, 18 months later, I was finally at the point where I was like, okay, I feel like I'm walking kind of normally again. And that was a pretty tremendous thing for me. I mean, not being able to walk properly at all for a couple of weeks, but here I was back to normal. I'm I'm going to go running again. I'm really excited about actually, I started running and I I pretty much did the same thing with my other ankle. So, um, 
and then, so I you know and here's the thing when you hurt yourself when you damage when you damage your ankles you go into this really protective mode where you try not to move your feet so anything I was doing with my shoes that might have been bad enough like you know the lack of movement I've always been a barefoot person anyway so I've, I've um I've always you know, I don't know like, I don't like wearing shoes no. I hate wearing shoes so I've always been a, a, you know as much as I can not wear shoes as possible mm. um but here I was trying not to move my feet um for a good you know because then after I did that one about 18 months later I did the first one again not to the same extent but it was the same you know I, I'd really done damage to the ligaments in that ankle again so I had a period of like you know four years there of trying not to move my feet you can imagine what happened then yeah. and I've got no, no muscles no anything left in my feet they couldn't do anything it's anymore sort of almost like you're living in fear that it's going to happen again like there's it, this constant thought in your back of your mind that oh no and so you know in your, in your mind you're like oh well, I've got to protect it I've got to you know, it, it, just not not move it because it, that's when I hurt it and and then your, your, your knees have been affected by this because you know you're lopsided for months at a time um and then um and your hips of course get affected and your back get effect, gets affected and then you get to this point where um you know and you and you've still got a function you've still got kids you've still got work you've you've still got just being person that you know cleans up after themselves at home you know you, you've just you've got all these normal things that you need to try and still be okay but just you know I would literally get up in the morning and I and my feet were stiff and sore from the moment I put my feet down I would dread that first step down onto the ground in the morning because it was painful it was just painful and um it, it was like that and but you have to keep going you don't have any choice so you just you you do but it's it's horrible yeah and because I guess you know the environment that your feet are in when you're trying to just do that you're giving them all of this support and cushioning and you know you want comfortable shoes because you're thinking well I'm, I'm in pain I need to wrap them up in cotton yeah. wool and and all that's doing is just limiting the movement and the function even more and so what you think is helping and what you've been told is what you need to do to support them and protect them is actually only making the situation worse and worse and worse. And Yeah, I mean, I might have a little bit like it was less painful while I was wearing supportive shoes, mm. but as soon as, but with, you know, it's kind of like it bought me time. Like I could, I could be on my feet for an hour or two, but that was about the limit of it. I wasn't making it better. I wasn't fixing it. All I was doing was buying myself like a band-aid just buying myself a little bit of time mm. band-aid's not a, a good excuse anyway you know what I mean yeah, yeah I know what you're saying yeah and I mean as a kid like like you say you, you like being barefoot I'm guessing you spent a fair bit of time barefoot as a kid yeah do, do you sort of recall when you were st- when you started to wear shoes or when that 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 mindset sort of changed like I've tried to pinpoint it myself where that point you know as a kid I was camping a lot and we were always at the beach and always in the bush and never wore shoes anywhere and for me I guess it was school and and the structure of that and having to wear your black leather shoes that Mm. you know were the uniform um but even outside of that I was you know always in thongs or barefoot um 
do you do you sort of can you sort of pinpoint a, a stage in your life where the shoe the shoes really started to change for you um well as actually as i started getting older i have this thing called Reynolds, which means you i when i get cold in my extremities they doesn't warm up very easily so and then i lived in canberra so it's really cold for quite some time and so i did not want my feet to get cold because if they got cold, I couldn't warm them up again and take and put on top of that the fact that I had developed early on arthritis and because my feet were sore anyway because of the, like, it, it kind of meant it doesn't got worse. I was constantly wearing shoes to keep my feet warm even mm-hmm. when, like, I, I was either wearing shoes at work or I was wearing shoes to keep my feet warm or I was wearing shoes because I was, you know, going out somewhere where you're supposed to wear shoes like yeah. a shopping center or something so yeah I pretty much went from oh yeah I'm not wearing shoes any chance I can get to pretty much I was on my feet you know my feet were covered in in some sort of supportive shoes until I hopped into bed and I mean now that you sort of started that that journey after is what what has the the steps been since you know, you, you found the soulmate, and you, you found out about us, and just generally got onto the the recovery journey. What? How have you found it? You saw that sort of instant positive, positive reaction <laughs> and relief, but you know, it's baby steps. I'm guessing um, it, it, it's not a quick process. As much no, as no, definitely not. I mean, there's a. I mean, what years now of basically muscular. Um, atrophy in my feet really Mm. um so (laughs) my um yeah just I gotta say you know people talk about superpowers of being invisible and stuff like that I mean superpowers of being able to walk anywhere without (laughs) shoes that's that's a superpower (laughs) it Um, shouldn't have to be it shouldn't have to be I mean, uh, like, yeah. What, what was sort of the next step? So you started, you started using the tool, and yeah. So I started using the tool, um, and uh, and I noticed that I could go for longer. Mm. Like I could go for at the time I was only doing three hour shifts, um, and as opposed to the twenty four hours I do now, um, and. I could do the whole three-hour shift without it, but I would still be sore and I'd still be tender. So I was just just working out on using the soma, using the program um, that had been sort of set up, um, which was working fairly well. I've also sort of, I think my my mindset about when I wear shoes and how I wear shoes has changed. So um, I will like not wear shoes as much as I can, but then if my feet start to get a bit sore, I go, you know what? Okay, so right now I'm putting that band-aid on so to speak I'm putting that um and that's okay because I've pushed it I've you know I've moved it I've exercised it it's been doing what it needs to do and now I, I'm just you know giving it a bit of a break it's like putting it to bed putting yeah. my feet to bed for a little bit um so I think just because I understand a bit better what's going on I feel like I have better because I have better understanding I can actually help prevent the foot foot pain because I know what's going on I'm knowing oh okay I've used my feet a lot today I've exercised with them now they're a bit tired that's why they're getting a bit sore let me just give them some support oh and now I can just you know use them without shoes again like and I think that's a massive like that's a massive thing I I know from you know 
my own journey with shoes and, and foot health. Like I used to work a job where I was wearing RM Williams boots every single day. And it was literally just because that's what everyone else wore. And that was, you know, the look. And so I bought the $500, $600 pair of boots and got the extra comfort model or whatever the hell I got sold for an extra $150. Um, and ever since I bought them, they were, they were uncomfortable, but I had that massive disconnect between, you know, my, my, what I was experiencing and what it was actually meaning was going on with my foot. Like I think mm. I just kept telling myself that, uh, you know, it's just how your feet feel when they're in yeah. shoes. It's just the price of wearing them, not going actually, no, that's my feet screaming out. What the hell are you doing? Why are you jamming me into these things? let me out. And it wasn't until like Jim and I lived together in, um, in Auckland flower. And it was as he was starting the foot collective Australia. And I guess I became the Guinea pig of him trying to, uh, to communicate this message. And after living with someone and having that shoved down your throat, <laughs> uh, day in, day out, you become aware of it. And yeah, for the, I, I can't wear the things they're sitting in a box in my, in my room and, <laughs> They give me nightmares every time I see the box, but I haven't come brought myself to sell them. Um, that's another story. I'll get there. But the whole thing is, is just that disconnect that you have between what's going on down there at your feet, which are like our, they're our primary connection with the earth. They're the only thing that can get us from point A to point B uh, from, you know, from day dot. And so it's like, it just, it does blow my mind that we've gotten to this stage where, you know, and it's, it's feet. And, you know, another big one is the way we breathe, you know, and, and the food we eat. There are all these core parts. Educational of things yeah. that we, we should simple. really know about that. We really simple things. The information's out there now. There's been so much research done on this. It's not like it's not a known thing, but mm. generally speaking, it's not a known thing. Uh, yeah. I had no idea that um, I had any other choice except orthotic type shoes. Mm. Um, I also had no idea. I, for me, like my journey was not like that, but there was definitely some similarities. The one of the big things for me was, I I just assumed that this was for me getting older. You know, as you get older, they tell you when you get older, you you know, things are going to break down. You're going to, you're going to start to be in pain. You're going to start. So I, for me, it was just like, well, this is me for the rest of my life now. I'm stuck with this, which is very demoralizing, but you don't go looking for anything to fix it because you just assume that this is how it is now. And that's like the saddest part is that you only lose it because you don't use it like this whole concept of age being the cause of pain really if we stayed mobile and we kept moving then none of this stuff would happen but it's not that we age it's that our lifestyle just changes to the point where we lose touch with you know 
how the body is meant to function and, and stop it from doing its thing. Well, and yeah. another thing that I, I've taken on from this whole experience has been, you know, like I would sit down on the ground and it would hurt when I got up and I think, oh, that's just because I'm getting old. I should stop sitting on the ground. But see now, yeah, it still hurts when I get up. But I look at that and go, it's because you're not spending enough time on the ground, Shanoa. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, you know, you don't, you, that, that, that concept, you don't use it, you're going to lose it. it, it it's, it, uh, if you, um, it's okay to be uncomfortable. I mean, every, there's lot, many things in life that are uncomfortable. We, you know, we get needles or, you know, we um, go for a jog and we're puffing away and, you know, like whatever it is, there's all things yeah. in life. Um, it's okay if you know there's a good reason for it, if it feels like, Yep. Okay. This is meant to be. You're meant to be a bit uncomfortable while I'm moving around this way. Or it's it, just a perspective you know. change, like you said. Like being aware. You know, ground living is a great example because you spend time in one position, you get sore, and so you move into another position. And even the way that you interact with the ground, getting up, getting down. You know, if you see that rather than a challenge and a discomfort you know a discomfort i suppose a bad thing if you see, if yeah, you see, you see yeah. it as a negative see it as like okay well it's a positive challenge how am i getting up this time mm. or how am i sitting how can i sit differently and and even just being aware of the fact that you sh- you should be doing it is you know Huge. far better than not Huge. being aware of it at all and just choosing to sit in the comfy chair for 12 hours straight and, and then wonder why you go and injure yourself for why why you're so stiff all the time why yeah, yeah. it was funny the conversation you know having that conversation i think it was you or james um at the beginning and um and there was this emphasis on we want to help we want to help people to see that this can be fun and i was like that's really cool but you know what? I just want people to know that it's there, you know, like <laughs> this is so cool and that it's easy and that it doesn't, you know, I have got actually got it hanging up on a bag at work, you know, because my work now I do back to back, you know, I, I I can literally leave here, go to work and be in a home type environment, which is very emotionally and physically um I'm not going to say draining because that's kind of negative, but quite intense. Intense is the word I'm looking for. Um, and then I, I'll i be doing that. Um, and by the time I finish, I then am supposed to be sleeping there. That doesn't happen very much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I get up the next morning and I go again. And then 24-hour shifts, that's not an unusual thing. I do a lot. Of, I come home from that and I literally just go to sleep, get up again and go back to work. That's what my lifestyle has been like for the last month. And I was like, how am I supposed to fit this in? You know, like this is, I can feel myself stiffening, you know, from um, not, I'm very physically active at work, but it's, it's not the same, but I, I, I don't want to lose the momentum that I've gained. So I've just taken it to work and it just hangs up. It takes up next to no space. Um, and I can spend five minutes. I can, I can just put it under the desk, if nothing else, and start rolling my feet across it or, you know, like it's not, it, it doesn't not have hard. to be a long it thing. It doesn't have to be tricky. And this is like, you know, it, it's all about just trying to make it work. And the, the way that we've designed the Soulmate training system, you know, it's designed for people to be able to fit it into their day. I think people get, get really overwhelmed when they come away from a physio appointment and the physio says you've got to do these 10 exercises, or you, you know, 
A, you probably forget what the exercises are um, and you don't know how to do them properly. And B, you just, you you get overwhelmed and then you miss a day and you feel like, okay, it's, it's too late and I'm a lost cause. But all we want is for people to literally, just like you said, spend five minutes a day and you can do all the basic exercises, sure, but the big thing that we want people to do is just literally learn to just explore with their feet, you know, treat it like a rock that sits under your desk and just walk all over it and expose your feet to all the nooks and crannies and all of the, you know, all the different angles and, and pressures of, of the soulmate. And it, it doesn't have to be the soulmate. It can literally be anything. And I think, you know, I don't know whether you'd be the same, but since starting to train your feet, I know I personally now when I'm outdoors, I'm looking for ways that I can walk over different surfaces and get different sort of textures. If I'm walking over the edge of a gutter, I'll, you know, try and give myself a little massage as I step down. It's like these little things that are perspective changes, whereas in the past I would have avoided it because I would have just stepped over it or, you know, thought I'm not going to trip on that. It wasn't on your radar. Yeah, you weren't thinking about it, so. Yeah. Yeah. But now I like really look look forward and, and try and seek out those different yeah different challenges in the environment. Um, and again, it's just it is just a perspective change. I think I think that's a massive thing. And um, I, I know you know like you've said, I think the biggest thing is just spreading the awareness to begin with and and helping people be aware that it that it's out there. I mean, you you'd seen i guess some practitioners in the past you'd spoken to physios and podiatrists what what had sort of been the message what was oh you need to wear more supportive shoes (laughs) you know you need to actually i i find it it's a sad it's probably too strong a word it's hard to now knowing what i know and seeing and seeing for myself the difference it can make um I, when people talk, you know, have issues with their feet and they just straight to the, you know, let me encase my foot in something that's like a cast. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, and sometimes they're people that, you, that don't, they don't, they're not interested. And that's fine. But it's sad because I think, oh, it doesn't have to be like this. Mm-hmm. You know, like it could be so different. Um, I mean, how, how much freedom does it give you to be able to, walk anywhere i mean it's to be able to wear any shoes yeah it doesn't matter what you put on they're only a thing that you just put on for maybe in a formal like like you know i can wear whatever formal shoes i want they don't hurt my feet because my feet are nice and strong i i can wear whatever joggers i want it doesn't really matter you know like how much freedom does that bring exactly and i think yeah i think you're right i think it just comes down to like a big a big thing for us is empowering people with the knowledge you know tools are one thing the training's another but if we could just build an army of people like yourself who when they happen to be in a conversation with a friend who is going through foot pain or you know has some sort of problem as long as they know the basics and have the knowledge enough knowledge base to just spread a little bit of wisdom then that's what's going to make the biggest difference to this foot pain mm. epidemic and it is like it's an epidemic it is ridiculous the numbers are hard to lock down about just how many people go through it but i think it's like one in eight people end up with plantar fasciitis at 
some stage in their life, like foot pain at some stage in their life. Um, and 50% of Australians, I believe it is, wake up at least one day a week with foot pain. So it's like alarming statistics. And you can bet your bottom dollar that people know that smoking is going to kill you and smoking is going to cause pain and that you've got to get enough sleep and you know that you've got to be eating healthy and you should be um, buying organic veggies where you can and eating the best meat that you can. Like all of these things are becoming more and more mainstream, but that's all just been because people have spoken Spread up awareness. about it. You know, and, and, and how many people, I mean, for me, there's a, as someone who's, I mean, I'm midlife, not older yet, but it's on my radar now of looking at what do I need to do so I don't end up crotchety and struggling as a as I get older. Um, just that, you know, um, falls can kill you when you get older and um, being more in contact with the ground, being more, I mean, how many falls are caused by what we stick on our feet as we get older? I mean, uh, education there, you know, yeah. Get take take your shoes off and start feeling the ground. So, yeah. 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 And that's the scary thing is, yeah, falls are one of those things that p- people just don't have on their radar until they're at risk <laughs> of falling. And it's like, humans should just not be falling over. That should not be how we're dying. Um, you know, it's something that just simply shouldn't be happening. Um, and, you know, I think at the other end of that scale, at the other end of that spectrum is the kids of the people we're trying to help. You know, mm. uh, like a kid's foot is still, the bones in its feet are still developing and and all of these muscles and everything's still trying to find its place until they're like 13, 14. So, you know, essentially what parents are doing without even realising is they're deforming their children's feet by forcing them into these these shoes that aren't foot shaped and you know you can see from a baby's foot the, the natural splay and the way it is like and a know. like a triangle yeah. and yeah it'll be, and that yeah. shouldn't change like my one of my good mates his little five or six year old never wears shoes and you know um, she's homeschooled and she doesn't have to go and wear the school shoes to school and her feet are still that shape and they probably will be for life if she keeps living living the way she is. And, you know, I just, yeah, I, I think that is the big one for me is like it is awesome to help the current generation and, and to really make an impact there. But it's so important that we nip this in the bud before we get mm. another generation of kids because it is, it is a simple fix. It's not like the solution isn't out there and the solution doesn't cost that much more than um, – you know, than what's already out there. I know people look at barefoot shoes and go, they're expensive. And it's like, well, you'd spend good money on a good bed, you know, and that's what you're spending a third of your day in and shoes are the exact same. So they're worth investing in. I think if um, more people were aware and the demand for it became more, then it would be easier as well. I mean... My my father, he doesn't wear shoes next to any time he ever can. And he's got very wide, um, like he can't find shoes very easily to fit his feet. It shouldn't be that hard to find shoes to fit a normal, like an, his feet aren't particularly large or like size-wise or anything. Oh. It shouldn't be that hard to find normal, like shoes to fit a, like a, a foot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but he has real problems with it. Um, I mean, wouldn't it be good if, um, you know, parents were crying out for this saying, hey, we, we don't want shoes that have big, thick soles. We, we don't want that. Give us some more moccasins or, you know, something where we can um, – we don't we don't want that if the demand was so high that you know you could get them down at kmart yeah um wouldn't that be great i think that's the thing is like eventually it will get there like i have faith that it will get to that stage where it's in the mainstream enough that it's it's available to everyone um but until then it's it's really just about spreading awareness and and i think just letting people know and and letting your kids know that it's it's all right not to wear shoes and, you know, if they do feel uncomfortable, actually listening to kids, you know, because mm. I remember as a kid when you're trying on shoes, you know, you're saying that, oh, they feel tight or, you know, these aren't uncomfortable. It's probably not because they don't have enough cushioning or support. It's probably because they're just too narrow and and don't feel great on the kids' feet. Because um, feet don't like shoes mostly, yeah. really. I mean, I <laughs> I hated wearing shoes. I always, I've, I've never liked stuff on my feet. I wear mm. socks. I wear a lot of socks actually because it keeps. That was my compromise. You know, I go through socks. I wear through them, but <laughs> yeah. at least you know my feet were a bit warmer. And but they're not restricting my feet. They're not pulling. And uh, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Kids hate that. They always pull them off, you know. Well, on the down low, we do have a, a new product we're working on that I think you'd really like. Um, mm-hmm. Some socks. Some fun, <laughs> some fun socks. Um, so we'll keep you on the loop about that. But <laughs> they uh, they would be right up your alley. <laughs> I bet they would. I like socks. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, look, I think that's that's all we really have um, have time for. That was, yeah, it was great to chat. And, like, thanks for giving me your perspective and, you know, I, I said at the beginning, but I just think it is really important that people hear from everyday people who are on their own foot health journey um, so that if someone hears it and they've been in the same position or they've been through something similar and they can relate to it and realize that there is another way. And like you said, you know, that was the big thing for you, I think, was just knowing there's light at the end of the tunnel and there's another way of getting to the end of that tunnel. And I guess for me, if there was... Like, you know, when you asked me if I'd be happy to, um, you know, help out with a few things like the, this podcast, um, I, I'm, I was very happy to do that because I, I'm really on board with, you know, having been in that situation of just having next to no hope. Um, I'd, I'd love for people to know that there is that, you know, regardless of how bad their feet are, how much pain they're in, there is actually an answer um, that doesn't involve shoes and drugs. Um, sorry, like medications. <laughs> um, but, and, and that, you know, you can have strong, healthy feet and it's, it's not, it's not as hard as, as like, you know, lots of physio exercise. It's not like that. It, it, it's actually, it's just a, cha- a, a change of the way that you look at things and um, a little bit more information and, and, and yeah, there's hope. There's hope. So, oh, well, very well said. Well, thank you again for the chat. And um, yeah, I'm sure we'll stay in touch. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Restore to Explore podcast. To stay up to date with all things TFC, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at thefootcollective.oz or on TikTok at thefootcollective. 
If you're ready to restore and explore your own natural function, you can check out our range of physical and digital tools at our online store, tfc-shopaus.com and use the code R2E10, that's R the number 2, E10, to save 10%. You'll find all the links in our show notes.